So I let, should we just jump into it because I got some questions as I start every episode. Yeah. So this this episode this week this movie we watched um, it's called Perfect Blue oh, from yeah. 1997. It's an animated film. It's anime. This is one of the best anime movies. It's one of the best animated movies ever made. I would agree. I'd agree, yeah. Because it's it could also work as a real movie. If you're an adult like me, well it is a real movie. What do you mean it's not a real movie? There I said it is a real movie. Okay. No, no, no. That's what I said. It is a real movie. <laughs> because like I used to watch anime in middle school when I was like in eighth grade on the sci-fi channel. I used to watch Akira, you know, Ghost in the Shell. Twilight of the Cockroaches. Yeah. You know, all the classic early 90s anime movies. And I don't watch anime anymore. I yeah, just, man. I feel, I feel too old. Like Studio Ghibli movies. Oh, no, dude. Not people... even that. Like, get into the silly ones, too. I'm telling you, it's very fun. There's a lot of fun animes, but that's uh, all aside. This is an art piece. This movie is tight. It's called uh, Perfect Blue. Um, a big fan of this movie is Darren Aronofsky. Oh, I meant to show you. I just did a shot where when you said perfect blue, I'm doing tequila, uh, ranch water, which is a hard seltzer. And then I'm spritzing it with a blue power aid and I'm calling it my perfect blue. What about perfect blue it. balls? Oh, there's every blue ball is a perfect blue ball. That's what I prefer. I'm drinking a little Trader Joe's. Well, it's not even Trader Joe's brand. I bought it at Trader Joe's. Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing IPA. Okay. Hazed and I, confused. <laughs> getting fucked up, yo. And IP anime in this episode. Now you're the big... Mo- so- the anime was hand drawn, right? Who did the give me the give me the wiki and then the director is named Satoshi Kon. Um, he's also directed a movie called Paprika that's pretty famous. Tokyo Godfathers as well. All these are yeah. animated. Yeah, he died like ten years ago. Damn, which which was a big loss because he was basically the only non. Um, I don't want to say retarded, but it's hard to... I mean, he's the only non-retarded Japanese anime director there was. That's <laughs> not, that is not true. <laughs> Bro, you dummy. You just said you don't watch anime, so how would you even know if that's true? Well, I can watch his movies. I can't watch anyone else's movies. You know, you you said I'm you don't stop. watch. You said you don't watch those other movies. You haven't watched. You haven't I watched... Tried. After p- watching Perfect Blue, I watched his other movies, but oh, and they're not—they don't. No, they're good. I can't watch anyone else's movies. I can't watch friggin' cyberpunk. You know, Castlevania. Why all the can't Netflix, you? All the Netflix stuff. I feel like it's too immature. I feel like even though this movie's no, about you're being immature. I'm not. Ter- I'm not trying to attack you, but. You're a movie guy, right? If you're truly a movie guy, a TV guy, you know, watch everything. Enjoy, be able to enjoy everything. I'm a consumer, baby. 
also that cyberpunk one was a bad example because it's truly a good i just get bored what okay i don't know there's something about this movie that i really like and one of the best things about this movie is that it has extraordinary attention to detail that you just don't see not even in anime movies but in normal movies like that yes all the computers are real like she gets a, a apple computer and it's like a real apple computer she shoots a tv show there's like real cameras there's like the people yeah, wear normal clothes they take the subway they <sighs> act like it doesn't have that like teenage cartoon feel that you get in a lot of movies about teenagers and young adults yeah. i'll tell you there and I, i'm a, and i'll get off it there is a lot of like anime series that are exactly like this like this kind of drama that's a whole genre well that are fucking here, good but this one so this one did such a good job that you could only do in an animated feel like it started getting so trippy well, and so like what's reality and what's not in her mind it was just so so i was so, blended i was about to say this earlier but i got cut off but darren aronofsky is a big fan of this movie so black swan is basically completely inspired by this movie i've never seen black swan with natalie Spoiler portman alerts. yeah so i never Nat- watched that there's a, a there's like multiple shots in Black Swan that are reference or are homages to this movie. Um, Requiem for a Dream has a big yeah. homage to this movie when she's in the bathtub and screams. Jennifer Connelly. So this movie is a psychological thriller. It's it was originally going to be live action, but the producers weren't able to secure the money, and then they. I don't know who came up with the idea to make an animated, but it suddenly became animated straight to video. Wasn't going to be a big thing. Apparently psychological thrillers. That's not like a normal genre for anime. So no one considered it to be like, Oh, this is going to be like a big thing. This is going to be like robots and whatnot. Yeah. They're expecting like teenage goofy, you know, nineties anime. And this movie played at a, a few film festivals and it just got this extraordinary response where like at one film festival, it played twice because they were just like, we have to yeah. show it again. So it's a psychological thriller. It's something like a Brian De Palma would make or Alfred Hitchcock. Um, yes, it's about, Hitchcock. Yeah. That was the vibe I was getting the whole time. Kind of like a David Lynch movie too. Yeah, David Lynch this is inspired one, this by This one Hitchcock. was a little more. This one was a little more structured. Oh, okay, then that makes sense. Yeah, there's a big thing. Like, I couldn't follow this one. It was trippy and it was wild, but they would always give you a little splash of the reality that was actually going on. Like we'll get to it, but the final chase scene, like you think it's a ghost or spirit or whatever, and then they just give you that splash of what is actually going on, what you can actually see of the person chasing her and it's like, Oh, okay. And they kept doing that throughout where they, is this a reality? Is she tripping? There's this Hitchcock movie called vertigo where James Stewart, Jimmy Stewart. He's, um, he follows a woman. He's obsessed with her. 
she dies and then he becomes obsessed with another woman that looks exactly like her but slightly different and that conceit of two women multiple personalities whenever you see that people just always compare it to vertigo uh like Mulholland Drive has that. Lost Highway has that. Uh, I'm trying to think of De Palma. Yeah, De Palma kind of has that with sisters. It's just like, this is a common thing in thrillers. It's like the tw- twins, lookalikes, doppelgangers. Yeah, split personality. Or split whatever. personality. Yeah. Killers, stalkers. Um, this movie has all that. So the movie begins with like, a Japanese idol group, a J-pop trio of three girls singing music in a public square. And all their fans are just like creepy dudes. Just like, it's literally like, like bronies. It's just like dudes talking and like chatting about like, Oh yeah. You know, like I got picture. Like the guys are selling zines. People are taking photos. There's like no women. The guys are kind of old too. They're like, they're like middle 20s to middle 30s would be my guess on the animation even higher and this woman the singer i think her name is Mima. she's like the main one and this one extremely creepy guy is just like staring at her and his eyes are really far apart very inbred looking animation <laughs> he looks inbred for sure he, beautiful drooling mouth breathing but he also looks buff he's got that that hills have eyes strength that inbred strength man he's like and he's also doesn't there's like a there's like a thing with strength where the dumber you are the stronger you become like because you don't realize how you don't have limits if you're completely stupid and inbred you don't have like limiters in your brain. So then you're just going to like lift, think you can actually lift a car and then lift a car. Why do they have extra strength? The dumber people are, the stronger they get. Well, I mean, Ryan, come on. I totally that retard strength, you know, I blow apart that theory. I mean, I mean, I'm extremely intelligent, very strong. I have an incredible lift something strength big right now. Lift something. Holy shit. For the listeners, he's lifting his entire desk right now. And there's like seven pins on it. Notepad, a paperweight. I'm like, a schoolboy's like desk. desk. I sit at a schoolboy's desk. He stood up, and the desk att- was stayed attached to his waist. Well, I mean, I'll... <laughs> so you're Adam's big... not here, but I was about to say, you know, he's uh, he's the strongest one of us. So maybe your theory is correct. I don't think he's the strongest one. I'm the strongest mentally and physically. I wonder who's weak. We should have a contest to see who's weaker, me or you. Are you kidding me? Uh, where, we, where, me. We try, where we try to like. Should I play this bit or should I just be honest and say I'm weak as hell? I twisted my knee sitting down the other day. I was dancing by myself in my room and I twist. I twisted around and was doing a cool ass sit down. And I was like a little, a little bit on shroom. So it made it like, I was just maybe, maybe I got a little weird with my movements and I went to do like a 360 spin and sit down in my chair and literally my knee popped and it has not been the same since it hurts. This is like two weeks ago. 
But I bet I would win in a fight between no matter who I I could kill I could kill Dwayne the Rock Johnson easy in a fight fist fight. Wow, that's he's one of the strongest people in the world. So think that's about impressive. it. You think he would kill me though? He couldn't. The PR he wouldn't kill you. The he's PR too nice. that he would have to he could he even if he was nice or not he couldn't do it. What's the word on Black Adam? Is this a uh... A movie we should be watching. See, I'd say that to him, and that's what would start the fight. And I'd be like, wow. "Kill me, bro! You said you kill people in the in the fucking trailer. Kill me, bro!" And then he wouldn't, and I'd start punching him in the butt and stuff. Yeah, I mean the the guy in the movie could be a wrestler, the stalker, creepy weirdo with his eyes spread apart. He could be. Batista. He was just like tall. He was like tall in that far, like farmer's body, right? He wasn't like I wouldn't say but, Bautista, but he's got like uh, Adidas on. He's got like a tracksuit on, which is cool. Yeah. Well, Not, I say Batista because I he had like a stained tracksuit and he had that v, VHS camera he filmed her all. Well, our three greatest wrestling actors are The Rock, John Cena, and Dave Bautista. Andre the Giant, I believe, has been surpassed. He was... Hulk Hogan? The Nanny movie? Mr. Santa with Muscles? Uh, Mr. He's not Mr. Nanny. He's... The Nanny one is good. That's Mr. Nanny? Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. Starring Hulk Hogan. There's a Michael Keaton one. That's the one where the guy has the metal head and he's David Johansson and he's... No. That one's really good. Hulk Hogan in a pink... Um, ballerina outfit, Mr. Nanny. Yeah, Mr. Mom or, is Michael no, Keaton. Mr. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Nanny. Yeah, Mr. I'm correct about Mr. Nanny. It's David Johansson from the New York Dolls. He's the bad guy, and he has a metal plate in his head. Oh, but the Hulk is. I thought you were talking about the Hulk with a metal plate. Now, Suburban Commando is a really good Hulk Hogan movie. Is he in No Holds Barred? I believe he is. And then... My favorite was his 2018 Trials. <laughs> that was my favorite Hulk Hogan movie. His life imploded because he did... Um, Ozzy Osbourne had a reality show, and then the Hogans did one. And and then speaking of Perfect Blue, though, yes. like was did Hogan have a Perfect Blue moment where he was he getting caught in a porno? Or nudes or something? He sh- um, he was in a porn. We bring we've brought this up so many times because Adam's from Tampa and Bubba the Love Sponge is from Tampa. Bubba the Love Sponge married a woman named Heather. It was a big deal on the Howard Stern show. I remember listening to it. Oh yeah, um, okay. And then Hulk Hogan banged Heather after his wife left him. Hell yeah! And it was on camera. And on got the leaked Howard to, Stern show, it got leaked to Gawker. Bubba the Love Sponge uh, now he sued. Yeah, okay. Bubba the Love Sponge now uh, delivers Uber, but I think he also has a podcast, which is cool. You know, I mean, look, you got you need money. Nothing wrong with driving a, a car I for mean, work. It's crazy to get into uh, wrestling of any format and assuming it's going to have longevity as a career, or to get into any sport. And assume it's going there's longevity in that. Well, he was out of wrestling. I mean, he was doing his reality show, which was a big hit, but his son like killed a guy in a car crash. 
He also Hulk Hogan said the N word like multiple times. Well, he's from Florida. On uh, that not a pass. Is he from Florida? I know he lives in nah, Florida. I don't know. He's like a swamp guy. Yeah. So the Rock is from Hawaii. So which is cool. In, back to the Perfect Blue, which is in Japan, Tokyo. Adjacent it was to Tokyo, right? Oh yeah, this is Tokyo. I've been to several locations in this movie. Like I so recognize them. That's how detailed this ask, movie is. I, that's what I was gonna ask. If like, because it seemed like they were actually filming. It seemed so real. It seemed like they went and took a photo and then drew the photo of the club or whatever. But yeah. So her first movie that she did was actually a porno, right? No, no, no. So what happens is she is an idol singer. Her agent says, "I'm gonna turn her into an actress because, like, I think she'll be more success- successful." And she ends up on a really cheesy. She is just so submissive. Yes. She literally just does what what anything like most of this shit is her fault as much as everybody else around her. She has no family, no friends. It's all she does is work and talk to her manager and her agent and her agent's assistant. There's no one she can relate to. Yeah, she has no peers. Um. So she ends up on a CSI type show that is like very cheesy. It's a parody. It's actually a parody of Japanese television copying tropes of American television. That there is a full, they show you a full like two minute scene in this movie of this fake TV show. And it's pretty fucking funny. Like it's, (laughs) I, I remember like chuckling and being like, okay, they're obviously making fun of this genre. Yes, and it start, that even starts to blend in a real what, um, scholar and moldy kind of relationship. Yes. Mulder and Scully, whatever. Fox Mulder. But she's, she only has one line in it. And she has a rape scene. That's a different project. That's the next, that's the project she gets after that. Mm. Well, you got to start I somewhere. Th- she gets one line. I think, maybe not actually. I might, I think I might be, you might be right. Then there's well, she has like one line in the first episode, but then her her the group she was in called Cham, they become successful without her. They become bigger. They, they become start, more successful with they replace her with the third, and then they don't even replace her. They just have two. Oh, that's right. It's, it's like Beyonce, but if like if Destiny's Child went the other way, if Beyonce left and then Destiny blew up, and Beyonce, yeah, ended up doing porn. That'd be cool. Well, okay. So here's why I ask on that on that rate that scene. It what seems if like one of us left the podcast and started doing porn. What do you think Adam's at right now? <laughs> Adam's making his He's first in porn. his shed. He goes, guys, I can't record tonight. I'm gonna be doing an orgy in my shed. He's and doing a fuck a fan. He's, He's doing. Like, we got seven people. We're packing in here. It's gonna get crazy, dude. Florida style, baby. He's got the Hogan's. He's got bubble Hogan. fudge. <laughs> We go, we just, we just ordered a Uber Eats and Bubba don't even know he's invited to this orgy, but he's delivering. Bubba shows up in that Uber. That'd be awesome. So the gangbang scene though, the gang rape scene at the club, I don't think that, so the whole time they make it seem like it's a movie or a TV show, right? Cause then they, they go cut reset cameras and they stand there and then that other actor who is the one that's supposed to be the rapist 
he goes, I'm so sorry. And she goes, no, it's fine. We're just the actor. He's the actor. Yeah. No, that is, that is. So, but then it goes like, it does that overhead shot. And this is where the trippiness starts coming in. Does that overhead shot where I think that's when she stops realizing that, or she, her break in reality starts happening then. Cause it makes it look like she's actually getting penetrated. And it seems like she's not acting. And then after that, it cut. It does a montage of her going through the apartment and then her in a bathroom. And they're like, hey, you said you're ready to do this scene. I think she was just doing straight up porn, man. Like straight no. out the gate. No, no, no. So what's happening is one thing I should say is that on this TV show, when she films this rape scene, it shot exactly like Requiem for a Dream with the ass to ass scene. But that was shot after, so they they're clearly referencing this scene. Yeah. Okay. So what's happening is now that she's on television, her uh her agent assistant, agent's assistant, um, has her by a computer so she can check the internet to see what people are writing about her. And she goes on her fan page and she's like all excited at first, and then she realizes like. These guys are stalkers. Like they wrote a diary about her and they're like, um, they're detailing every detail in her life. Like what foot she steps off on the train, what she ate, yeah. what she bought, what she's stuff. What she, she thought she was doing in private. So when the rape scene's going on, you're seeing for her. Yes, yeah, she's acting, <laughs> but then you see other perspectives where it's like, well, maybe this is real or it, not that it it is maybe it is real, yeah. but it's more like from another angle it looks real. It's like from another perspective it is real. Like yeah, it's she's kind of losing control of herself she's and not a her good actor. What do you mean? She's, she's getting too into she's getting too into the role. She doesn't realize like the whole that's the whole twist too. Kind of at the end, not a twist really, but. They do that whole montage of her losing time. She keeps waking up in her apartment after these things happening. And it's just a time lapse of her career. Yes. And she's just clearly depressed. All she does is go to do these things she doesn't really want to do. But Which does is it to a... please other people, like uh, celebrity problems or whatever. Yeah, and for um, 1997, this is pretty... Um ahead of its time because Way ahead it, of its time with I'd the say. internet yeah. fame and even having the website and all this stuff like this is just the last 20 years of our lives and it's become even more of an issue with social media whereas now everybody's online well every, she, every boomer has a cell phone and everybody's like getting doxxed and canceled and blown apart online every day like idiots are just yeah, like she, made or turned to memes on a daily basis she even stops Mima or whatever. She like stops going outside. She stops leaving her apartment in a depression and the person keeps posting. Oh, after the nudes, after the photographer takes advantage of her. Yeah. So basically it's like her identity is being consumed by outsiders and She's losing her identity because other people are redefining her identity based every, on what they see. Every project, every single project. 
And then somebody starts killing all these people that are re-identifying her. That are like violating her. So they kill, she takes nude photographs with this like Rolling Stones photographer guy. type, whatever. Yeah. Hugh Hefner type. He seems he, to be like respected, but. Yeah, he's like a slick bachelor type. And then he gets murdered, which is an awesome scene. And when he it's gets murdered. So, is that the pizza murder? Yes. Oh, my God. Why would you drop it on the floor? That's weird. That's like what he said. That's his last sentence he says before he gets murdered. Something like, that's a weird thing to do. And then he bends over and just gets a screwdriver in the eye. It's right out of, um. I just watched Dress to Kill. It's like exactly like that murder scene in that movie, the Michael Caine movie. Um, Which and when that scene first? Dress to Kill. But it's oh. like, I mean, it's also like that came from Psycho, yada, yada. So like this scene you don't know if it's the TV show at first. Yeah. You're like, is this part of the show? Char- the pizza delivery guy is a new character. It's shot they've ar- they've like a genre set- film. And they've already sent us on the on set. We've already seen what the show looks like. Yeah, it's genius directing. And then it turns out, oh, it's the photographer who took the nude photos of her. And one thing I think is interesting is that you see her bush in this. And I wonder, like, in Japan... Because that would be censored. I'm like, is this censored in Japan? Are we lucky in America that we get to see her pubic hair? Hmm. I just in don't the know. Copy you sent us. <laughs> I, I, I would, just don't. Any Japanese listeners out there, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the nudity for us, from, especially the pubic hair in, in, from Japan. And I would love to know if it's censored. Even now. Oh yeah, that's um. What's funny about Japan is. You cannot show pubic hair, okay, or genital genitalia. Mm-hmm. You can show butthole. So there's a lot of butthole. Uns- there's uncensored buttholes in Japan. Yeah, hey. this is what I heard. No huh? hair. This is what I heard. And no, then I heard um, this is legal. I heard this is. I've been to Japan like four times. <laughs> the first time I was there for like five weeks, and you got kicked out four times for showing your pubic hair every single time this was like in 2013 14 and they made you shave your pubes uh, at the boarding so tsa goes oh you're gonna have to shave your pubes bub or do you can you pixelate those you <laughs> yeah, can't no well, pubes allowed have to shave them bro no pubes. <laughs> and then a very angry japanese man shaved my pubes with a katana are we should we just go <laughs> Zatoichi, a blind man with a giant or, sword. Uh, or a fucking old guy with chopsticks <laughs> plucked out each one. Jiro. Bing, boop, 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 boop. In a half a second. And then still ate and then slurped them down like noodles. He made a sauce. He, he made goes, ramen out of my goes, pubes. And he goes, wax on, pubes off. Mr. Miyagi, stand-up comedian. So did you know Mr. Miyagi... hot wax on your pubes and then puts a thing down. Wax on. Pubes off! And then rips your pubes. That's what happens when you... That's He's Chinese, though, right? Mr. Miyagi was Japanese. He's from Hawaii. The actor... I forget his name, but he was a stand-up comedian, and his nickname was The Hip Nip. (laughs) For real? In the 60s, yeah. Pat Morita. 
and he was a huge alcoholic and died of alcoholism and hell yeah dude wax on wax ah i'm actually gonna pour another one of my little perfect blues i tried to watch that movie he made with jay leno it was this it's like they the fucking movie together it's like a buddy cop movie in the 80s it's the fucking worst movie i've ever Jay's seen he's got it's, the props he has like jay leno and drives like denim. crazy cars in the movie and he wears a full denim suit right he wears a leather jacket in this one it's about cars of course it's all like 80s like international business intrigue that's he was washing something he owed somebody something jay leno why would he do that? He never wanted to be a movie star. With that, he didn't chin, have to. T- he didn't have did to t- you ever uh, see? Look up Beetleborgs and then tell me that ain't Jay Leno. I used to yeah. think that was Jay Leno in that. You know I what know I'm talking the, about? The big bad Beetleborgs. Yeah, the Dracula ghost fucking idiot, blue faced. Is that? Yeah. That it's based on a Japanese show too, like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It doesn't make any fucking sense. They're like Frankenstein. They made they ended up making Power Rangers about it. They ended up no, they're Beatles. They're, it's like it's like a ripoff of like Blue Beetle. I mean, I'm sure it came out before that. It's a ripoff of some Japanese show, but Masked Writer or whatever. But that's basically Blue Beetle in the uh, Marvel universe. Blue Beetles DC or the yeah. Sorry, the cat is whining outside the door. It's like Chester Comics. We're getting way off the grid here, so. Let's let's get it back to a per I noticed you got a perfect blue dim on your lights. Hell yeah, bro. I got the perfect blue experience. I got the perfect blue mindset. Now the title perfect blue, I can't tell you what the fuck it means. It just sounds cool. Um is that a translation thing? I assumed it was like a translation, like like that's not the actual title. That's just the English title. I have no idea. I, I wonder if it means something like the actual hiragana or katakana that it's written and actually means something probably cooler it's based Sad on a novel black swan what it does is it makes it sound like a deep red which is um a cool dario argento movie but i don't think it has Perfect anything blue to makes do with sense that. though because because she is like consistently blue. depressed yeah yes through the whole thing and to the point where she's hallucinating like has has like s- such regret that she starts seeing her past self. That's pretty. De- that's pretty sad. Also, why is she a pop star in like a studio apartment? Well, she's not successful. They have. Yeah, they were at like a. They were at like a. Um, outdoor theater, like a state fair type situation. They're playing at like a college or something like. There's so many pop idols and pop singers in Japan and they're all, um, you know, it's a business. And when you're there to promote their albums, they'll drive around a truck with like a glass box on the trailer with sing and dance where they're singing and dancing, driving around like the most populated areas of Tokyo. And that's what we call a perfect blue. It looks kind of green. They also have a, like five-story tower records, multiple of them around Tokyo. You can just like <clears throat> buy CDs still because they like physical media. They like collecting and they like to resell something when they when they're done with it. So there's a whole secondary used media Drift. and 
they're just like into physical shit and they don't have a lot of room in their apartments. So they, yeah, people live in tiny apartments. Like even though she's in a studio apartment, that's not cheap in Tokyo. That's not easy to come by. I mean, yeah. like apartments are small. People live in small spaces. She was like in the middle of the city too. All right. So what, so she starts doing that. She does this movie where there's a gang rape scene. Yeah, she does the porn. And then her uh, her other man, one of her managers or whoever they're supposed to be agents runs off set crying because it's like the beginning of the end. And then that's when she starts going. What's the next thing she does? Well, all sorts of weird shit starts happening. There's, There's a, a weird lot of scene salacious she... stuff. There's a weird scene where she comes home and all her fish are dead. Yes. That, that's pretty like depressing. And then there's a scene where why were the fish dead? You can't she tell was the, just ne- but then like, she was, like later, neglecting them. You don't know. Or was somebody breaking into her apartment and killing them? I love the scene with the photographers being killed and there's like that projector with the red, green, and blue behind her yes, where she's stabbing yes. him. That's an amazing scene. It just starts to be it becomes more and more of a dream and you don't know what reality is anymore by the end. And that's what I, yeah, it's so good. But here's the thing. That guy with the, his eyes spread apart. He's constantly around her. I mean, wouldn't she recognize him? She <laughs> doesn't, does. she, doesn't she? she starts, no, she doesn't well, know who he is. Scene, Cause there's that, but she starts seeing the same silhouette. So I don't even know if he was actually real. Or if no, he's a figment. He's real. He's, he's real. definitely real. But he like he's the only one in the front row with a goddamn bulky ass VHS camera, like <sighs> just breathing. And then he got in a he started a riot right at the beginning of the movie. When she does the porn, he's the one that started the riot. When she, he well, he's in a fight because he doesn't like those guys like shit talking. Yeah, he's so, defending her, quote unquote. And then when the porn gets released in the the nude photos in the magazine, he gets like really upset, tears apart the magazine and That's then buys every copy he can find. Yes. He has he's like hot- grabbing it. At, he's grabbing it out of people's hands. That shit was funny. <laughs> he has hundreds of magazines and it's like shitty computer. Lonely otaku apartment Death box apartment, murder box, whatever they call it with his manga on apartment, his, his manga on his shelves and his, all his, you know, stupid shit there's a whole district in tokyo called akihabara which is (laughs) dedicated to buying manga anime or going going to arcades and every building is five stories or seven neighborhood stinks it's I, I went there with my girlfriend. Like B.O. and old ramen, dude. I bet that place smells like. I bet that place smells. Oh, no, it's like... nice. They're clean. They're clean people. <laughs> so they're posers, then, huh? When you go to the arcade, though, it's just reeks of cigarette smoke. They smoke in the <sighs> arcades, but they I take mean, care of everything and wipe everything down. There's a. I went to a talking like, about the people though. It's not just a bunch of fat nerds. No, they're clean. Even they're though they're trendy, awful. hip, whatever. No, they're not hip. They're just nerds. They're are hip. They're normal. They're normal, and they take baths and st- showers. They're just okay. not American stinkers. Yeah, I'm starting to realize. Like, I think American nerds are just gross. 
oh yeah america's disgusting compared to tokyo i i just saw yeah i just saw a video where uh, an american it was a tiktok of an american chugging a beer uh doing a shotgun shotgunning a beer in front of three korean maybe south korean maybe japanese people and they all were like what that's gone he like just chugged the beer in like two seconds and they were like shocked that and they're like why and they all just kept asking why (laughs) and he was 250 pounds seven feet tall he was a big guy and it's like yeah man that's not maybe the best representation for america but all right (laughs) koreans can drink and eat so can japanese so can japanese um but there, I, I took my girlfriend to this nine-story electronic shop, and I just went floor by floor looking at everything. And then after, like, we got to one floor that was all <laughs> train sets, <laughs> like Jesus toy train Christ. sets. And then she was like, "We have to leave right yeah, now. I cannot like, be." <laughs> you're in like the if autism had a Scientology, that's what that would be. <laughs> Autismology? They have everything. Autismology. You can get any camera, any camera lens. So they're any just camera catering for autistic people. It's can like you get weed there. Can you get alcohol? No, 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 no. You can get alcohol. You can. Oh, get these weed. fucking nerds! It's extremely legal. Five years in jail. Um, just for smoking. Man, these guys got to get high. Slow down their their progress. And also, you'll never see anyone with like a big box walking around. So, like, I guess I don't know how the store works. Like, they sell printers and they sell electronics and computers, and oh, you get it shipped, probably. I'll you'll never see a person with like a big box on the subway. It's like everybody looks so neat. That's and rich like, people. Yeah, well, it's, it's fake, man. That sounds like New York or L.A. or some. It's so much nicer than. New York or LA, it doesn't even. What's I'll the say, price? What do you think an apartment is there as to the? Well, US they're small, C. so you can you can get a extremely small, like your bedroom is a normal apartment. Well, what? How? Why the fuck? Then you you have no space for a printer, so nobody's bought. Why is there even printer stores? That's why you're not seeing people with big boxes. They don't have room for appliances. They sell so 65 inch TVs. Appliances. I don't know how any of this shit a TV works. TV is a there. flat screen. You get that sucker zapped right onto your wall. In Japan, can they not teleport TVs yet? Can Tokyo not teleport TVs yet? Jesus think, Christ. Are you thinking of the plot of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? They can where they do teleported that? a chocolate bar through a television. Yeah, but what if we did that reverse? What if we used a chocolate bar to teleport a TV? What, what if TV that's had the wheels. missing link? TV had wheels and it just rolled itself to you. Uh, well, okay, that you just described uh, Pimp My Ride. It has like a elevator pitch for Pimp My Ride. What if like, your what if TVs had wheels and aquariums? That would be fucking cool, dude. Exhibit. What's up? What's Exhibit up to? I haven't seen him in a while. He got like they they got a crazy lawsuit about that show. Why? Because every single one of those cars got ruined, and none of them were actually functional after Pimp My Ride because of Pimp My Ride. They're shitty cars. They're like eight thousand dollars. Yeah, but cars. they but now they're zero dollar cars with an aquarium with dead tropical fish in the back. 
MTV so cheap and their reality shows are so shitty. I worked on an MTV reality show called Buck Wild. That was um like oh, the yeah. Jersey, that was like the Jersey Shore, but for like dudes who like dog out and ATVs in the mud. Hell yeah, dude. And it was kind of a a hit and it was doing well. I made the opening title sequence. I was like one of the animators, but like when the, the words Buck Wild fly on the screen with mud. <laughs> I like did the last pass on that and added like tons of mud and splatter and all this shit. Like and then too much mud. Well, yeah, it's completely over the top. And then like in the middle of the season or right after the season aired, the lead character actor guy, like reality show guy, him and his whole, him and his father and brother died driving their truck in the mud and the exhaust <laughs> got stuck in the mud and they re- and they revved it and they just died like fucking up. no they just died of carbon monoxide that immediately i don't know i guess they were fucked up but like i don't know how you do that because that's asphyxiation so that that's that fast, means it was though. been leaking the whole time like all three of them I guess they all went out the same time. They, were they, they must all, have, did they find their bodies all kissing lips? All three of them were just lip to lip to lip. I have a hard time feeling sympathy for that. I mean, I sorry to the family. These are actually dead people. I mean, it's hilarious. It's fucking silly. And then the show to die. Then MTV That's like a never more honorable way than most people die. MTV never aired the show ever again. The mud buddies. Reality Rest will, in peace. TV will ruin you. Fame and success well, will, will literally, destroy Literally, that was the whole... But here's the thing is she went from... Back to Mima. Is it... It Was it Mima? Mima. That was, what was she doing at the end of it? What's going on? Yeah, like what she was doing... She was still on that like CSI show. Or was she... No, she's on the show, but people are being murdered around her, so that's freaking her out. And then the stalker guy finally like shows up and, well, and he, tries to rape her. At her because he's like she's an imposter. Yes, he I says, have to kill the imposter. You're the imposter. Like you doing the nudity, you're the imposter. You're not the real Mima. The Mima he fell in love with was the idol singer, not the girl doing gangbang scenes on CSI Miami. Oh, one thing that I think it's funny about yeah. that scene. Oh. Her breasts become much larger in that scene than they have ever been in any other William, part of the movie. William. I mean, William. they're huge. Wow, dude. You just tell you just gave me a big tell. You just outed yourself big time, dude. They're big. So you've and- never no, have you never so you've never seen titties pop out of a button up? They triple in size in real life. That's like a real thing. No, 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 if no. You, There's if like, you go I'm like t- this and you go <laughs> down a button up, them titties triple. It's just how it goes. The beautiful androgynous women I date don't do that. I, I don't care if they got little acorns. You pop it, those suckers are popping into little crab apples. They triple. No. I'm telling you, in this scene, they are drawn bigger. Look, I'm an artist. I'm a I'm telling you truths. Okay. I've drawn a lot of boobs. I I'm looking at her boobs in the beginning of the movie. I'm looking at her boobs in the end of the movie. I look at her boobs in the rape scene. And I'm like, those are big. And also in anime, every scene is drawn by one artist. 
they don't divide up the character like they do in Disney movies. Like the guy who did yeah. Scar drew Scar throughout all of Lion King. In animates Brad's gonna be drawn Scar. Sometimes Brad's gonna be drawn Simba. It's titties. So like there's a guy who draws sexy, and that'll be the guy that'll do like the rape scene. They're like, oh, he's the sexy guy. Get him. Or oh, he has, he has them curves. Oh, he knows how to make this sexy. He's putting yeah. titties on Scar. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he knows that. how to make Scar sexy. Let me get, let's get this cat some titties. Make it anatomically correct. Give him six titties. It's funny that um, Scar is gay. Is he? And Jafar's gay. And is he? The Beauty and the Beast guy isn't, but Ursula is like a lesbian. Oh, the Beauty and the Beast guy, the guy that's the town idiot, the muscle guy, he's he's definitely gay. The Fabio, what's his name? Gaston. Mm-hmm. That's the same character as Jafar and them. The fucking I get where you're going. The, Hunchback of Notre Dame, the, bad guy. The, the villain that every audience member hates is uh, somehow gay. Well, the guy who draws all those characters for Disney at the time, if you Google him, he looks like Jafar. He looks like those characters. He's like a, I think yeah, he's gay. Yeah. He's like a beautiful, myself. he's like a beautiful Egyptian man. And he'll wear like, um, very bold, vibrant, um, collared shirts Cloths. with his, with his sleeves r- rolled up and his like, the co- like a couple he's buttons flamboyant. undone. Yeah, he's or it's beautiful... maybe a cultural thing. He's an actor. I mean, here's the thing about animation: it's acting, and it's also mime. When I went to school for animation, they made a study mime work because, or as an exercise, not a, like study it, but like you do as an exercise because. When you do, when you draw animation, you have to pretend, you have to like a, pretend things are heavy and they're not heavy. Like if your character has to lift yeah. a, like a bowling ball that's heavy, you do the mime shit where you like, cr- you crunch your shoulders, you yeah. like bend your knees. That's not what I do whenever I do a new voice acting. I do the Jared Leto method. What's that? I get a fucking bowling ball. And I lift it when I say that line. That's a good way to do it, too. Uh, Wes Anderson does that. I know. I've seen those. Of, uh, he did that with that Fox movie. He'll have the actors like, like there's a Running scene where they around like, in circles. Yeah, they like hoe. They're like hoeing um, on the street. I mean, that no. makes sense. Why not do that? They're hoeing in a field. The Akira did that. Do, yeah, like why not just do that and then get like a room tone on that, and on then this... instead of spending fucking twenty thousand hours and trying to CGI the sound. I'll tell you why you don't do that, Ryan. Because all these new stupid movies with animation, they have celebrity voice actors, and they can't get them in the same fucking room at the same time. Why? They don't want to spend the money or their schedule. Why does it cost more to get two of them in the same? It should cost the same amount. 
you might have to wait to get them in the same at the same time. It's not like a movie where you book yeah, them for it's like a scheduling thing. Yeah. But I don't think they also like having the actors together sometimes. To, they want them to be in a bubble or they just make them, you know, spout shit endlessly then splice it together. Just abuse these people for 162 takes. So how did this go? How did this movie, Did the, was this movie in theaters? Was it, you said straight to video? Yeah, it came out in the movie theater in America. And people went to it? Yeah, it was small. So oh, it's a cult classic. I, I told a couple of people this week about it. This is what we were watching. And they're like, yeah, I've heard of that. And I go, no. Look, it's a fucking, it's, it's the only anime movie I would recommend anyone watch. <sighs> That's stupid. It's the first one I would recommend to anyone because that's a smarter sentence. It's a real, it's a movie that I think most people got would enjoy. It. And I think actually an animal gets killed in this movie. I think that there's a, it's, simulated. isn't there an animal, an animal getting killed? It's simulated rape. Fish are killed. Oh, no, one time is simulated. There is another rape scene. Oh yeah, there's so we a should few. talk. There's a <laughs> after that guy tries to rape her, then it's revealed that she finds out he was writing the website, but that he was getting emails from the real Mima, and then <laughs> it turns out the real Mima was her manager's assistant. That woman with her eyes spread apart. The one, the one that I should have, I truly was surprised in this twist because she was the one that seemed the most endear, like the most. Essentially her only friend. Motherly or whatever. Yeah, the most like truest friend. This had a that twist was kind of like that makes the most sense. Like this movie's fucking good. I'll tell you how weird and honest and true that reveal is. It's almost exactly the same type of relationship that selena had with the woman who killed her yeah i thought selena it, when i was watching that just also visible like physically speak <laughs> the character kind of looked like she could have been selena's manager the time might be similar so i'm gonna look up when she died that'd be interesting if that was a i think it's before that or whatever so she died in 95 so th- it's possible there's a little bit of influence but i doubt it when did this come in 97 uh, yeah, I mean, also that that isn't Selena is not the only story of that kind of thing happening. That one's just like the sexiest version of that. Also, like um, this is like a thing you would see in other movies, like Single White Female or Basic Instinct. There's some of that lesbian, yeah, jealousy, well, it just, psychosexual it, 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 but it shit. But it didn't even seem. It didn't even seem like homoerotic or anything it seemed like she truly was just cared about she was just a fan like a stalker fan like she wanted to become her and so that she could be the old her or something like it didn't seem sexual it was just possessive yeah and also i read a review where they said she used to be an idol singer and i didn't pick up on that 
Was that a oh, detail they say that's that dropped? in the movie? I think it's oh, dropped that very makes so subtle. much more sense then. So she's like living, she's like vicariously getting crazy. Or yeah. getting crazy because of that <laughs> covenant, covening. So look, this is a good damn. This well, that's a good. game changer. I didn't pick up on that. I didn't hear any dial. That probably was like right out the gate, probably first act. That's how they There's do it. They, dro- imp- they drop those little hints early on when you're not, you don't know who all the characters are, who's important. Exactly. And there was a lot of uh, crosstalk in the first like five minutes. A lot of just like, who's the main character? Who are we? What's going on? Like a lot of. And it's subtitled, so there's a lot of dialogue, and I didn't pick up on that one. I didn't pick Damn. up on it on my second viewing, so maybe it's know. fake. There's some good details I noticed the second time. I really paid attention to her character, the stalker's character, and it's definitely set up for her to be revealed as you can see it. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's like freaking out when she's watching her get raped in the. Yeah, that whole that's that's when I was like, but when I watch it the with fresh eye or my, this is the first time I watched it. It just seemed like she was very upset and disappointed. And is like, I don't want to be a part of this. Right. Right. Because she was like, I don't think she should do this. She tried to be the voice of reason. Weird. That. Okay. So that scene where she's chasing her and it's just all animated as like, a ghost, like a spirit just kind of hopping, just floating. Yeah little sailor moon looking ass spirit. And then they, they give you like three seconds, maybe 10 frames, not even where it cuts to what is actually going on. And it's her that bull cut it as And she's crazy. Just drooling at her mouth, sprinting. That animation was so sick. And she's you know what I'm talking about. And she's and like, she, yeah, she's yeah, probably she doesn't like, fit her. She doesn't huh? fit in the skinny little in the sailor moon outfit essentially skirt and a tank top. But that little, that little breakaway was. It's very hard to direct animation. It's very hard because you don't have the benefit of. Oh, this like actors will do things real time. They'll come up with ideas. Real time. You don't just have, it's so hard to have happy accidents intentionally and that's one of the hardest things about animation and that's one of the most impressive things about this movie like the way it's editing with all these different scenes to disorient you it's like very labor intensive to come up with these ideas with animation it's like you're staring at a at a blank piece of paper and you got to draw everything and you got to make sense of everything and for this guy to make a movie that's essentially non-linear. It is. I mean, it, I mean, it, it's linear, but it's like, it's her progressing throughout the, it's like two years of this person's life, maybe five, but there's some like cross cutting and there's some dream sequences. Yeah, and the, ta- some- the time lapse they do through dreams. It's beautiful. It's like, I mean, this sorry. stuff was going on in the, in the world of movies at the time. So it was about to be like the mind fuck movie. And then in the nineties was about to get really big and it was starting to happen more and more like Jacob's Eternal ladder sunshine. Yeah. Jacob's, Jacob's ladder. 
Um, never seen that. I've never seen Jacob's Ladder though. That's uh, Tim Robinson. Yeah, Tim, Tim Robbins. Robbins. Tim Robbins is in it. It's uh it's like a guy hallucinating. Yeah, you know, like I said, David, the concept of Jacob Jacob's Ladder, the biblical concept. Movies now are way more of a mindfuck than they were in the nineties. Like Fight Club was edgy at the time, but like one small Holland Drive came out. Yeah, one small Holland Drive came out. It was just like anything goes. That movie just blew everything apart because it was so. That David Lynch. Yeah, we still haven't done that one yet, but that one is just so. We ha- uh, yeah, we have. Fucking crazy! No, we didn't. Lost Highway. Oh, but um, movies now can be really slow. It's possible now to go like to watch an independent film that is like glacier paced where nothing happens, like a like a Russian art film. You weren't really seeing that kind of intense, um that kind of like slow cinema back then in the nineties very often, but like, and this was 97. Yeah. So 97, this shit was beautiful. That pacing was cause we're following one person. It was like a slice of life over time. And we were watching this person losing themselves. Yeah. And I love like that kind POV, of POV just like a point. Like we were just there in the camera in the corner. It was just so well. Like it kind of has a taxi driver yeah. feel. Yes, yes, yeah. And you get a vibe of the big city because she's like getting stalked Lost. on the subway, and she like it's so Joker private, so very like easy public. to public would be another way to say unprivate. But like and I was watching clips of Joker um, before I this. Say when I whip my dingus out, I say this penis is about to become unprivate. And the girls never say any, mostly ever say anything because they're, it's a pillow. It's a waifu pillow, body pillow that I have. Wow. So I make, so I make them. You say, rape your uh, pillow. You sexually harass your pillow. No, I do their voice for them. I, Imagine I, a I Japanese guy or like an anime nerd guy, like a white guy on trial and he's being sued by his pillow. They're just pointing at various stains on the yeah. body pillow, on his waifu body pillow. Wife, is it waifu? Waifu, yeah. Your waifu is your fake wife, your digital wife. God, I wish my real wife was my waifu. Because <laughs> she's, she's hitting me with these analog naggings, bitch and bitch and bitch, and it's all verbal. I hear it. I wish it was digital. So I could what? delete that. Sorry, iCloud full. You know what I mean? Imagine like a guy like me, like telling stories like, yeah, I went to Japan and uh, my girlfriend was there. and She just hated that store. And it's like, you know, I just have a real doll. Like I don't have a living girlfriend. I just like have a, a blow up doll. And I'm like, you show us pictures and it's and you're just annoyed. Uh, clearly a blow up doll in a wheelchair. And just, everyone's annoyed. Like even the autistic Japanese train guys on the floor of the picture, and they're like freaked out. They Japanese businessmen looked at me with so much disgust when I was there just for wearing shorts. Oh my not, god, you were wearing sh- why do you wear shorts anywhere? It's hot. 
man. It was hot, and you're wearing Grow a backpack. Up. It's so. How do you not wear shorts and fucking because you don't hundred degree weather? You don't sweat. You don't have glands out of your calves and thighs. You don't need to wear shorts. Wear short sleeves. Don't wear a hat and wear sandals. That's where the air vents. You dingus. Look, when it's over a hundred degrees, anything goes. No. Yes. Yes, I agree dude. with these. Ja- I agree with these random business Japanese men glaring at. Would you? They were probably khakis too. Like what kind of shorts? What kind of shorts? Cut they off. were jorts. You son Jean, of a gun. Jean they were cut jorts. Don't be doing America like that. I give a fuck. Fuck those Japanese guys. I'm in your country to eat your food and like. Playing your arcade and seed your women. I'm here to eat your food and bless this country with my seed. Is that what you say? See, I'm just here to come. TSA, this is you and TSA just getting my ball with my my pubes. Get off confiscated. Get off me. I'm just trying to come. As these guys are plucking your pubes at TSA. It's this is actually working. You have to take your penis out, dip it in ink, and do a little penis print instead of a thumbprint when you enter the country through your customs. Why'd you, why'd you say little? It's cold. It's funnier when it's little. I think it's funnier when it's normal, normal size. You take average. out your, you take out your normal. I penis. take out my normal three inch average size penis. I, I think it's funnier when it's cold and it's like an acorn. It's like all shriveled up. I think it's funnier when it's hot and it's stretched out as long as it could go three point five inches. Your longest, yeah, your long Texas above, dick above average length three point five is what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, on a hot day when your penis gets to 3.5 because it's steamy, that's what I'm talking about. And everybody does that. Can we talk about how weird it is your balls descend up and down? Mine? <laughs> Everybody's. <laughs> With your mine cream master. Like, they call me, this is why they called me Willy Wonka back in high school because mine go left, right. Up, down, zigzag, man. They're the great all glass open. elevator. No, actually, doctors think it's cancer. But hey, I'm just. I... What if Willie Walker just had cancer? He does, or diabetes. He does. He's dying at the end. He's quitting. He's got diabetes. He's a pedophile, right? I mean, that's what is really got... going on. Nah, he just loves candy, man. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Why is everything got to be about fucking well, he has children? Kids with you? Children coming to the fucking factory. And he's like, what does he do with all those kids? What happens to every single one of those kids? I mean, murder, really? murder, murder. He's, he's a gonna, serial he's, killer. He kills, he doesn't fuck him. He, he kills raped him. Charlie Bucket. Well, Charlie was asking for that because he's he, like he showed up in those. He's doing jorts. a contest. That's why you don't show up to a place, a culture you don't understand. In jorts, you could be easily get Charlie. 
Oompa, oompa. The Japanese businessmen see me and they're all pissed Nobody. from coming in chars. Yeah, they got. And they're rolling me around the train and kicking me out. Their ties on the head turn sideways. Oompa, do what? Do you little get? business suit, unbuttoned business suit, coming to get you to get your little butt. I don't like the look of that. He's pointing at my shorts, my jorts, my it, it my ass sticking pube, out, the pubes that are blasting through the zipper i don't like the look of that you turn around your gaping buttholes open but that is okay don't blur that it's a gaping butthole it's just japanese businessmen in suits with like briefcases singing on the train would this be controversial if i did a japanese porn where it's my butthole and then in the in the middle of it, I just force myself to grow a pube out of my butthole. <laughs> then they have to blur it, but they're not like confused because they don't want to blur the hole. It's kind of like like a uh that would be very beautiful and subtle uh, <laughs> of an image. A pube emerged. Of all the things. First you see kind of like the nubby little ingrown hair stubble and then it pops out and then you see the skin break and it pops straight out and it doesn't really bloom. Maybe okay, it gets a split end. I was telling this story earlier but I got cut off. So By I who? was in Japan in 2013 and I was saying how it's interesting that they can't show pubic hair. They can show asshole. They can't show genitalia because in 2013 I was when I was in Japan, there was a big news bulletin. It was like child pornography is now illegal. <laughs> is now? <laughs> yes. Okay, because here's what had happened. In the 80s, they made a rule that you can't make it anymore. But you're allowed to, it was grandfathered in, like you could keep your collection. You're not okay. going to get it. So everybody had, so I guess everybody had their so own. So as a vegan, as a vegan, there's kind of a rule for that. When I became vegan about nine years ago, if I already had owned some leather, it's fine to hold on to that. Yes. But I, but I can't buy no more. And like 28 years later, then they're like, okay, actually all that porn you were keeping, all that leather, you got to get rid of it. We got to be honest, we're kind of surprised you guys kept that. That was kind of a nice way to be like, hey, throw away your, I'm going to turn our back. Whoever took, whoever's got all the pornos, just throw them away. I don't need to see who's got them. That was what the government was doing. You would never know in a million years who was collecting it because everybody looks the same. There's so much conformity. Oh, every Asian person looks the same. In Tokyo, the conformity is off the charts. You'll see like literally seven girls walking together, all wearing the same coat. Hell yeah. And, and you're and like all wearing unique low, like exactly the same outfit. Would I stand out? Yes. How? You would be just a greasy American. You would stand wasted. out, but honestly, there's a scammed, lot of tourists. Huh? Everywhere there's a tourist. There's tourists everywhere. There's what white if I tourists, went there without any place tourists. to sleep? I'm sorry? What if I went there without any place to sleep? <laughs> Would you stand out? I, I guess mean, you'd get if a... I just tried to if I just tried to pass out on the train? 
anywhere in alleyways or alley- is it would it be easy to like hide and sleep in the no, bushes? so here's a you'll love this as a drunk um when you walk around at like 5 a.m yeah because like train stop at midnight and then the next train and then the train's open at like five or six so like one night we stayed out to like 6 a.m and we were drunk and we were like tired but we noticed all these people were just sleeping on the sidewalk. So <laughs> people in normal clothes, business clothes, like they'll go and party after work as like a, a work activity where you have to all drink. Yeah. And then they'll just fall asleep with their briefcase as their pillow, like yeah. in a doorway, just to- totally yeah. normal Japanese people. And it's and totally a normal wake up thing. And go home or go to work. They go to work. And then if you go to 7-Eleven, they sell white, like white, crisp business shirts. <laughs> Moving to Tokyo, my guy. Man, you know how much shit I get whenever I bring a briefcase and a suit and try and pass out in some sort of alleyway? And people, people take it here. People help them and take care of them. Like I saw a guy like halfway in the sidewalk, halfway in the street. And the taxi cab stopped. And then, like, the guy got out of the taxi and, like, helped lift him and, like, put him on the sidewalk. Just so he wouldn't get hit? Yeah. So then what's this What's this perfect blue situation? Who are these creeps? Who are these creeps filming this one 19-year-old girl? So, like, 19 out of 20 it's people. Almost like, it's almost like these bands are curated for creeps. I'll say this, like 19 out of 20 people in Tokyo are, you know, nice looking mad. It's like mad men. It's like the men dress like men, the women dress like women. It has a sixties kind of feel to it. The trends are obviously newer, but it's very conformist. It's a big city. It's a big city. But when you go to the Akihabara, that one district and you see the nerds, you know, they're kind of greasy. They're a little dirty. They don't smell too bad. How do those nerds make money? They work on a line. They work. I don't know. They they hustle. People yeah. make money. They don't eat. Some people will just like eat ramen and just buy Gundam action figures. I can't relate to that. <laughs> so, yeah, like the perfect blue people are the the otaku at the comic shop. Damn. Anyway, it's a good movie. It's an amazing movie. And I kind of was, I really didn't like it. Uh, I mean, it was good. And you know, I hate rape scenes and shit. But this one was like, wait, is it happening? Is it not? What's a movie? It's... It's been a minute where I've been totally like tripped up as to what's going on and what's not going on in a movie. And this one was great. It's trippy, beautiful animation, beautiful drawings. There's twists, there's turns. It's short. It's 90 minutes, not is it what? 80 80 some minutes. This is my favorite genre movie, is the thriller. <laughs> It's like the story. This is a okay. This is scarier than The Shining, and I was more scared by this than The Shining. 
it was a very chilling movie and I was not expecting a scary movie. And this was scary. Like it was psycho. It was, I was in my head. It was creepy. I'm such a autistic nerd about programming the show that when we switch our monthly theme from horror to anime or animation, that I'll then make a bridge link movie a that horror, is, yeah, is a horror movie. But this was truly chilling. This is like actually a scary movie. Yes. And they do, and it's it's even, I feel like doesn't, people don't give animation enough credit for this kind of reason, but this is a movie that can um, destroy stereotypes because it shows like human emotion so well. And like the stress and the distress of like rape situation. Oh, God. It made me feel very uncomfortable when I was supposed to feel. Un- oh, it was good. It's the good. sound design is really you good. Sound design is great. Nudity is great. Them titties just get bigger every time they pop out. By the end of it, the lat spoilers, the final scene, her boobies pop out of her shirt, and they're at least, I'd say each one's about a ton. They're huge and it covers the whole screen and it just squishes everybody. And that's how the movie ends. Titty squish. Squash. Titty squash. Sorry. Oh my God. Did I say squish that whole time? I completely tuned you out. I was just reading slack from my day job. Titty squash. Squash and tits. Does who like you know that game squash? That like weird handball game squash where you have like the yeah, weird... and they throw it like two hundred miles per hour, and it's got like a weird <laughs> hook. What if there was a game in where you just threw balls full speed at women's tits? Dodgeball, dodge. That'd be like a Japanese show. It's like a woman has to stand there. Get topless and then like a guy like in a squash uniform chucks that ball with his like weird tubular hand device thing and just smashes it. How do you mean tubular? Literally? That thing that's like the Wolverine Wolverine claw. How do you mean to use the word tubular? That tubular fucking hand thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm asking. You mean literally, technically, or do you mean like fucking radical? Yeah, no, it's little, it's a banana. So squash seems to use rackets. I'm wrong. What game yeah, am I thinking of? Racket balls. What am I thinking of with the fucking launcher? That it's squash with the rocket ball. They use the launcher, but they launch a racket ball. And it's a tubular banana-shaped claw. How come in the 80s movies, they're always playing like racquetball? Two guys. It's like, this is the first scene in the movie. They're playing racquetball at the gym. They're buds. That, that was the time, right? What? You were born then. What are you, 45? Wait, how are you, 48? How old are you? I'm 52 years young. Eesh. You know somebody. You know somebody's about to die when they say it like that. I would love to die. How? Racquetball, heart attack. 
in the beginning of a movie. <laughs> pizza bomb. Pizza killed by pizza man. The delivery what about guy. This? What if we made a movie that every that somebody dies in every single scene? Has that been done? Yeah, there's a movie Bay of Blood that did that. But Final Destination. Did it do that? I don't know. There's um I guess a good way to die would be uh, you know what my favorite way to die is like the one I'm just like, I, I just imagine would be the most intense way of dying that when I saw it, I, I just like, it really fascinated me. Like what that felt like was the, the guy who got hit by the truck and died. No, the grizzly man guy who got eaten alive by a grizzly, I imagine has to be one of the most absolutely fucking crazy ways to die. No, you're dead. Yeah. Have you seen the people that survived that shit? But just like, oh my god, a fucking grizzly just ripping you and throwing you and thrashing you and just like the eating revenant, you. Huh? Or like being killed by a chimp has to be really bad because they like rip your genitals. Oh, they rip like, your face and genitals off, yeah. They don't really like rip your throat the way like a mountain lion or a bear No, could. they No, they go personal. They get, per- monkeys get personal. Chimps. All of them, monkeys, chimps, and apes, they get personal. They got the grip. They got that gorilla grip. They got that spider monkey grip. They rip your face off. Dude, imagine if you could just facepalm somebody and rip their face off. If you had that kind of grip, I'd do it every day. Rip someone's face off? Yeah, and I'd I'd say talk to the hand. (laughs) I'd say talk to the hand and then just rip their face. <laughs> Cause I ain't trying to hear it, bitch, you faceless bitch. And then throw their face on the ground. Just petty shit, like getting cut in line at Starbucks. You'd be like getting the guy hit, in getting me. Hit, getting hit by a truck would be gnarly. Would you save your stalker if your if your stalker was about to get hit by a truck dressed as you? how the movie um, ends if do i you remember knew, the ending i would know i would let them die why did she do that she saved she knew her and is a good person yeah i thought you know. she was gonna get popped and then there's gonna be a real bubba hotep situation she gets killed and then they see her body so mangled of the actual pop star and actor and then the manager's laying there on the ground with her 250 pounds bulging out of that Sailor Moon costume she's wearing. And they go, oh my God, that's the pop star. And then she just takes over that person's life and that's the sequel. Um, Bubba Mima. Sorry, Ryan. I'm really tired. I just didn't pay any attention to anything you were saying just then. But what it were you paying cool. attention to? I was just thinking about Bubba Hotep. You mentioned Bubba Hotep. I was like, oh yeah, and that ending's cool. So will you just become an Adam now? Yeah. I drank one beer and now I'm just fucked up. My God, you guys are so fucking childish. Been smoking weed the whole time too. I've been smoking weed since like 10 a.m. I've been drinking since 12. Story was also really boring and went nowhere 
Okay, give me an exciting story. What if at the do, end do comedy, man? Let's do a little comedy, a little riff. Do a little perfect blue riff. No, not a riff, because you talk and then I'm gonna sit in silence. Okay, I think it'd be cool if like my stalker was about to get hit by a truck, and then I like threw a squash ball at their balls. And then like the ball hit their balls and it was like a close up with a super slow motion camera and just like whacked it really hard. And then like the guy spun around and then his pants fell down and then his butt got revealed in a super extreme close up and sweat was pouring off his butt. But then it like a pube came out of his asshole and then it got censored. And then I have another stalker and then he's watching that and he's upset. He can't handle that kind of, um, he can't handle that kind of physical violation of my other stalker. So not sure why he would care. I guess the stalker has a stalker. I just want to say like, you can't see it, but Ryan looks really cool right now. He's wearing a cardigan. He kind of looks like Kurt Cobain. And he has a five-inch joint in his mouth. A cigarillo. He looks like Clint Eastwood. In, um, oh, sorry. I was trying to light that joint. Were you, what were you saying? I was just bombing, you know. No, I heard everything you said, and I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Thank you. You just were saying everything I said er, from earlier. I guess I did hear it. <clears throat> so what so what, we other, what, what? so what other funny jokes can we do about a movie with rape in it? Uh, maybe it's next tough month, without like, Adam because it'd be maybe like next week we watch a movie without rape in it. You can pick the next anime. No, we're watching Street Fighter. That's not next you know, week, though. To the, li- to the listeners, there's a weird fucking divorce going on between Adam and William right now, and I feel like the the fucking child just trying to come in here and do podcasts with either one of them solely and try and just do stories. And if I don't talk, then there's dead air. So I talk. Look, I have permanent custody. Bomb, and then William decides to go, oh, I wasn't listening. That was a boring story. And I'm like, well, okay, how about you talk? Because you give movie facts and I try and do jokes and it's 10 p.m. and I've been drinking and smoking all day and I don't actually give a fuck about any of this right now. So. Look, you're the new Adam. So be funny. I am not that new Adam. I'm the old Adam. I'm the present Adam and I'm the future Adam. I am the holy trinity of Adam, okay? I'm drinking piss right now. (laughs) And I'm getting yelled at by some blonde-ass wife somewhere with some baby who's definitely going to have some weird bone disorder. I don't know what it's going to be. Adam's going to be pissed to hear that. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my work slack. I didn't hear any of that. What you just said, it sounded really funny. It sounded really cool, but unfortunately I just have to check in at, at my, um, 
my Japanese pornography company I work at. This is William's podcast, by the way. All failure of this podcast is directly linked to William. This is his creation that he picked the people to come in and get involved. This is like exactly like a shitty band. You know, it's never going <laughs> to no, take off. It's no, never going to go anywhere. Band- a shitty band at least has a banger. At least has one banger, one one hit wonder. Not even. You've have you have friends with bands. Yeah, just the podcast the podcast I do that the other podcast I do that I got sponsors and listeners on. We had a band member from Holy Wave. I've never heard him, but he's a friend of mine. My friends in high school had a band and um they were a one-hit wonder. They had that song, Closing Time, Semisonic. Yeah. Are the lead singer, or who's your friend? Yeah, they were my buds. Because it's like, everybody's ba- everybody's buds have one one-hit wonder. And then my other, yeah. and then in college, my buddies were... Um, well, so you know what Closing Time's about, then? Yes. What? Well, it's the last call, but it's also about, you're about to, a baby's about to be born or some shit. No, he had a baby. The ba- It's about him to stop partying. So, yeah, you're right on that part. <laughs> you dingus. You want me and me? You pissed me off, so now I'm pissed off. <laughs> Should we talk about Mima- Mira? Mimara? I'm going to start up. I'm going to. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do about Perfect Blue. Since this isn't entertaining enough, I'm going to fucking start stalking your ass, William. I'm going to start a goddamn GeoCities website that has every day to day. I'm going to do it. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to videotape you. But the problem is it's going to be so fucking boring. It's going to be you. It's going to be every day. I woke up, drank a sip of Japanese coffee that I imported from Japan because I love Asian stuff. 15 minutes on the toilet diarrhea from this Japanese <laughs> coffee that I imported from Japan brewed another pe- perfect made bell that made the edit to Thor love and thunder made it not a good movie because of the credits edit or whatever I fucking do. I don't even know what I, he does. I don't even know. I just stared at a black screen for 10 hours and then recorded a podcast with a with a fucking retarded guy in a shed <laughs> and a and an autistic Kurt Cobain. Like what the fuck is your life, dude? You're the one who looks like Kurt Cobain. You're mixing up the characters. Yes. I'm making fun of myself and Adam. I'm saying what is he, this is your creation. Look, your story was really funny. I was paying do attention you know, the whole time. Do you, do you know why Frankenstein got killed by his monster? He he, call, uh, he called the monster retarded. Didn't he call him ugly? He said, "You stupid retard." <laughs> I created the first retard. This is what Frank, Doctor Frankenstein, said. I didn't write it. Don't cancel me. <laughs> but if it's just like a retarded guy on a slab and he's just electrocuting him, he's like, <laughs> "You stupid!" <laughs> it's alive. It's alive. I've always been alive. <laughs> He's just like shocking him. He's like, oh. <laughs> I, I, I never was dead. <laughs> he oh, just I, dug him out I'm of the ground, dead, man. He just dug him out of the ground. He was just like, he fell in a hole and got buried. That'd be hilarious. 
<laughs> What's a funny story, William? What happened this week? What'd you do this week? What's a funny thing that happened to you this week? This week? Okay. So yeah, or what's a normal thing that you could make it seem like it was less normal? Okay. Funny story this week. I was at the doctor's. Which one? Which kind of doc? The penis doctor. What is that? It's a Japanese man I see Your once dentist? a week. <laughs> See? He, he checks my tonsils with his dick. He or checks my... his tonsils with your dick. <laughs> Go on. Continue with your funny story, William. So the penis doctor is looking at my penis. Your dentist is going down on you. Go on. And Oh, um, no. This is he, bad news. He, I don't like that hesitation. He zapped it with a the rusty wire of a toaster oven and screamed, it's alive. <laughs> Call back. Call back. This is the present. <laughs> so you saying you got a retarded Frankenstein dick. It has like a little bolt. Hey, in it. okay. Check this out. I'm doing a f- show on Friday and I'm, I, I texted some people and I guess it's not cancelable. Um, but the I'm doing a Halloween show. It's like three minute sets, and I'm going as Guido Luigi, and I'm just gonna dress up as a Guido version of Luigi, and do a bunch of Guido Luigi. But is Guido offensive? You can make fun he, of Italians. Their grandfather. But day. can I say Guido? Yeah, because it's like you can't make fun of Jews or black people, but you can make fun of Italians. Okay. Like you saw House of Gucci. That's basic. Like Jared Leto was basically playing Guido Luigi. House of Gucci. I didn't see it, but I'll have to watch that to get into character. Oh, oh you're going to make me cry. Is it, we me got cry. fucking uh, we got. Oh, I ain't even talking like we got fucking uh, Mario over here shooting fireballs. I'm over here fucking doing fireballs and Jaeger bombs, baby. I'm just going to literally just be a Guido in green. Spiked up hair. That's going to be the only bit. And then I'm just going to talk like, hey, fucking I'm uh, I'm fucking uh, Luigi and over here. I'm what what is uh, Princess Peach because she got that peach booty, peach booty. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. Are you playing Luigi from Mario? Hey, I'm walking over here. We go. I don't know. I'm Guido Luigi. John Leguizamo, but if he was Italian. Yeah, they weren't Italian in that movie. That's the only flaw in the Super Mario Brothers movie is that the two of them weren't Italian. That's right. That's the only flaw. They were two plumbers from New York, and they both weren't Italian. Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Yeah, one is English and one is like Puerto Rican. They're not actually brothers, though. It's a company called mario brothers mario started the company oh, they're Luigi's brothers his co-worker they're brothers so, so i'm gonna talk about that i'm gonna get into that as That's... guido luigi you know you know we ain't even actually fucking brothers you know we we ain't even actually fucking brothers that's all i got so far 
Toad. You know we ain't even fucking buds. You get to go like Toad. What are you doing here? And then you pull a little mushroom out and eat it. If I could play some like techno. So what's the point of what if you pulled out? What if you pulled out a steel drum and did a little Mario music with steel drums? I know how to play. You know I'm fluent in the steel drum. That's exactly the kind of thing you should be good at. I don't know how it happened. I wasn't trained. I'm just fluent. Bing bong. I got the fingers for it. I got the joints. If you want to see a good steel drum movie or a movie with a good steel drum <laughs> score, Commando, that shit is awesome. But back to Perfect Blue. What's it all about? What's the meaning? The meaning is, you know, that internet will get you. Mm. And it's only gotten all of us. We're all a, living on lie fu- now. Get a fucking job. I'm going to cut you off. The moral is just get a fucking job. What the heck you doing being a pop star and then trying to be an actor and then like just marry a rich guy. Just get a just get a job. Like, is there Date. not is that she's not even dating in the movie. She's not even seeing anyone. She needs to get laid. She needs to get out there and just get stuffed. She by needs like a, a hobby. Nice... She needs a life. She doesn't have a life. Yeah. She needs to fuck Jiro dreams of sushi, you know? Damn. That easy life. Marry a marry a white guy. He'll take care of her. Yeah. I mean, how old was she? how old was the main character in this movie? Twenty one. God, so she was just a child, like a real Disney Hollywood situation. Oh yeah. Disney kid. She's basically Britney. This is what Britney Spears went through. Selena, all of them. Amanda Damn. Bynes. <sighs> She's not all that anymore. You know what I mean? I got that one. Thanks. I don't, I don't like all that you can, you as know, a kid. So, it's a little too <laughs> urban for my taste, if you know no, what I mean. The, oh, I meant, I was trying to do a She's the Man reference. That's the one where she played soccer? She dresses up like a man and plays soccer. Or she soccer, goes to private yeah. school. Well, no, she play, She dresses up as a man to play soccer at a private yeah. schooler. Yeah. I'm more Something of a Ladybugs like kind of guy. Rodney Dangerfield, Jonathan Brandis, Ladybugs. That's a fucking movie. Okay. What was The Beetle? Where she drag races The Beetle. Didn't Lindsay Lohan do that too? Herbie Lady the Love Bug. That's Herbie the remake. The Love Bug. Hell yeah, it's my herb. All right, this is done. I'm done. What's your rating? 10 out of 10. This movie's beautiful. So far we've had, what was the last one we did? Shining? Yeah. Another gorgeous movie. For me, it's four and a half. Really? It's really good. It's just, I think some of the, I think the director, it being his first movie, makes it a little green. The ending kind of doesn't work for me exactly with the yeah that was mental hospital stuff. Yeah, the ending was. I think she should have just watched that person get hit by the car. I could almost go to four, but it just being animated. It's like I gotta really. I have so much respect for it. I gotta kick it up a notch for the middle section of the movie is so good. It reminds me. It reminds me of like. 
what Linklater was trying to do in Scanner Darkly, those types of movies, Waking Life. But before that technology, like actually hand drawn. Interesting. Shit. It's I I think it's those are very loose movies, very like I'm just saying stylistically, like that type of animation, the fact that it was all hand drawn and not done like Scanner Darkly and like CGI'd, green screened, whatever, green suited, however they did that. I thought it had a lot of vibes like that. Tri- the trippiness. What are you scoffing at? I don't know what you're talking about. But I'm an no. animation nerd, so I'm like, uh, technically, that's rotoscope. You, this is anime. You, this an is animation nerd, but you don't watch anime. I like Disney. I like classic Disney. So do you watch anime, or are you an anime nerd? Animation nerd. I like Peter Pan. That's like the kind of Disney movie I like. You like little kids? I, th- I like Captain never, Hook. You like little boys never growing up? Got and- you. Captain Hook is maybe my favorite Disney character. Are you like greasy guys with a fucking getting pegged by greasy guys? Me? He's a pedo. No shit. Or he's pissed because he didn't get accepted to always be a kid. Oh. And Smee's his boyfriend. Dude, Captain Hook, Peter Pan, that's a fucking movie. I'll go 10 out of... I'll Actually, here's a deal. I'll go 8 out of 10 on this sucker. Are we doing... Wait, are we going out of 5? Yeah. I'm, I forget what podcast I'm on. Uh, out of 5, I would do... I'll do a 4. four and a, oh, I'll do a 4.5. That's what you did, right? Yeah. And I'll say the half is I probably won't... I don't... Rewatchability. It was so good that like it made me uncomfortable. I don't want to watch it again. Unless I, I'll show somebody, but I don't want to just sit down and rewatch it. Yeah, it it's was, not like a ninja. It, scroll. it made me feel though. Like it made me feel uncomfortable. So I don't well, want to do that. It's a good movie. Everybody should watch it. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I'd say this was the perfect blue episode. <laughs> perfect blue episode. Blue episode. Perfect blue. And it's like I think me, I, it's just me blowing a smurf. <laughs> a Japanese man. The perfect blue is three men. Banging on pipes, PVC, covered in blue. Three naked, beautiful blue men, just in a group, just banging on steel drums. What about a car accident with three people and it's so violent, everybody's thrown from the car. But when they land, the three men, their pants have come down, they're all blowing themselves in a continuous, infinite circle loop. What do you mean? What about it? That would were be the, the perfect... were the detectives on the scene, and it's just a triangle of guys. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then you pull your glasses. You go, Jesus Christ! Had nothing to do with this one, Sergeant. I think that'd be the best three way to die. Men blowing themselves out of a car accident. 
So check this out. And I just thought about this. The perfect bank heist would be dress up like the blue man group. Because, or just be the blue man group. Why aren't they robbing banks? Because when they open up the the bag of money and the blue spray paint blasts in their face, it ain't no harm, no foul, baby. But the money's Larry, ruined. Jerry, and Gary, if you're listening to this, that's the blue man. Rob some banks, bro. I would love to have one of those money exploding, you know, stacks of money, like stacks of bill. Like of your own? Yeah. Can I get that on eBay? Where can I buy one of those explosive money? I don't think it's real. It's like that, the color changing pool. When you pee in a pool, changes the color. That's not real. It's a myth to scare people from doing it. A movie would never lie like that. Not a movie, but all. All right, I'm out of here. You pissed me off. I'm pissed. Dude, Good. this is me furious. Good. Because I'm I'm trying to be on here. Learning about movies. What do you want from me? What, is it insulting that I said your story was so boring I didn't pay any attention to it? The first time, no. The second time, no. You just gave me a reason to create a this. So I'm coming a, in is with that beef. A, is that a rude... I'm coming in with beef next episode, y'all. If you whoever's listening, just know, Mike. I know you're out there listening. I'm coming in with beef against your boy William. Is that rude? To not pay attention and just dismiss someone and tell them right to their face that they're nothing to them just being funny no no i don't think it's rude i think it's i've already said this is your creation man this is your life this is what you're doing with your time look i'm being experimental you're asking you're asking me and adam to to be your friends on imagine if conan o'brien had a guest and then then you wrote and then you try and roast but i'm telling you the ultimate roast is like that's a sad you're in the saddest position out of the three of us. And I'm that's basically saying, the that's saying Adam's in a Adam's li- in, living in a shed right now. With seven guys doing an orgy. At least seven. Look, I'm, I mean, strong. I'm being Adam's experimental. Okay? Adam, I'm we doing... could probably say eight. I wouldn't be surprised if 10 guys were in that shed just gangbanging Adam right now. Like, I don't want to get caught up on specifics in a triangle. But like, honestly, because I know actually I know three of the guys that are actually going to this shed gangbang and two and three of them are they're like five, four, five, three. So I know that's at least in Adam's what? Six, three, six, two. Adam's a tall guy. So he's taken up. So there's at least eight guys in the shed gangbang and Adam right now. But that's besides the point, William. I'm trying to attack you. You can't attack me. I'm flawless. I'm perfect. 